Do you deliver demos for your products or services as a way of trying to gain sales? And if you do, how successful are your demos? What's your win rate like? Would you like to improve it? Well, here's a few tips and ideas in this episode to help you improve the win rate when you're doing a demo of your product or service. Welcome, everybody. This is the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. We are into year seven of this podcast. Goodness me. I'm beginning to think, where does it go? Do we need to continue on with this podcast? You know, is there enough material out there now for, to satisfy listeners for years to come? Because this is episode number 297. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you some thoughts and ideas about demos I'm doing some work with a client at the moment who's in the technology sector, and they do lots of demos, and they're a software provider. And so they demonstrate their software to people who are looking... Well, they've got three three types of client, potentially, reason. One is a client who has no software at all in their business. They work in the automotive and the uh, fashion sector, or the clothing sector, with their software. And uh, they have clients who don't have any software at all. They're still, you know, doing everything on bits of paper because they're, you know, they're relatively small businesses, some of these uh, customers. And they need to know, they know that they need to upgrade. So they maybe had a change of management, a change of, uh, you know, generational management, and they need to move on and use technology. The second ones are people who have already using some sort of software, but know that it's not as good as it should be. So they're looking for a change. And then the third ones are already using, they're already working with a company and just want to potentially look at upgrading to something new, some, adding some more stuff on, more modules, that sort of thing. So I've picked up lots of, uh, lots of stuff from working with this client over the last few years. And I thought it's about time I shared some of it with you in terms of the work we're doing on demos. I won't reveal who the client is, obviously, and none of this is particular to them. It's just general observations that can help you create, well, convert more demos into sales. So that's what we're going to do. Okay, so step number one, if there are steps to this, I didn't say there were, but let's call it, say, step number one, is you've got to make it easy to book the demo in the first place. So one of the challenges that often businesses do is they're very good at marketing um, and they get people interested in the demos and then you go on to it and it says, right, you know, book a demo. Uh, but that book a demo means sending an email or picking up the phone. And then you've got to get through to somebody and then you've got to faff around and organize it. And if you send an email, then what they're going to do? Well, they're going to send you an email back saying, well, when can you do the demo when you are available? So what we've done with this company and what a lot of companies are now doing, and I do it myself, is use something like Calendly piece of software where you can uh, set up time on a demo, you can send me the link and then I can see when you're available to do demos and I can simply book a demo that suits me and if I need to change it, I can do that as well. So it's dead easy to do. And some organizers say, yeah, but we want people, we want to get to know people first before they book a demo. But you don't have to, you know, if you're putting a barrier up there by making it difficult to book a demo in the first place, they're not going to do that. So make it easy to book the demo in the first place. That's, that's the kind of first thing, I think, to think about. The second thing is then once a demo has been booked, make contact. Call them up, you know, so get a number. You can, you can put fields in the, uh, in the booking link for the demo. So don't put too many because that's a barrier. But you've got to have an email, obviously, because you've got to have contact details. And, you know, get a phone number as well. And then you can ring the phone number. And you can say, thanks very much for booking the demo. Really looking forward to it. Now, to make sure that I deliver exactly what you want during the time that you've 
kindly given over for the demo. I just want to check a few things with you. So find out why they think they need your product or service. Why are they booking a demo in the first place? You know, that is a really crucial thing for you to know before you go away and deliver the demo, okay? Get a feel also for their level or their steer, what they think they're going to invest, all right? Because let's say your product or service is, I don't know, £20,000, and they're thinking they need to, they've got an investment budget of five. So you're a long way out. And what you don't want to do is reveal all this at the end of the demo because then, you know, it was, it's a waste of time on everybody's part. So you might as well be up front. So find out if you can, you know, steer an investment. And if they're not, if they say, well, I'm not really sure, they say, well, the average investment people make in our product or service is. And be up front about that. You know, don't, 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 uh, you know, don't mess about on that because that will save a lot of time and effort. So if the average investment in your product or services say, I don't know, £10,000, and they go, oh, 10, oh, I didn't realise it was that much. Oh, crikey, that's, that's going to be far too much. Oh, no, that's great. That's fine. We were expecting it to be around that point of view. You know where you are and you can carry on. Because sometimes you just have to say, well, <laughs> you know, uh, in that case, it's, I don't really think it's worth me doing the demo. And if they, they say, well, I might be able to get some more money, you know, and all that, you know, then think about it. But, you know, you want to try and get this funnel working for you at this stage. Also, just check with them how long, you know, you've, you've probably left an hour slot, yeah, uh, for them to book the demo into. So that gives you a bit of time at the beginning, a bit of time at the end. So just explain to them how it's going to work and how the interaction works and all that. So do all this in advance of the demo starting. But, you know, the key things here are to find out why they think they want the demo, what their expectations are, what they're hoping will be the outcome if they take on your product or service. Yeah, because that's the, that's the big thing. And then also, who's going to be on the demo? Because if they're sending all their technical people, then you will want to, you know, you want to do a demonstration that will be different to if they're sending their end users or indeed it's the CEO coming on or the finance person because they're going to make a decision about the investment. So this is really important to establish because what happens in a lot of demos is the same old demo gets rolled out to every single person, regardless of who they are, regardless of what need they have and everything. So the more you can personalize it to the people coming on the demo, and that's not going to be a big effort on your part. And if it feels like a big effort, then just think about what it's worth to you if they say yes to the demo. And then that puts it in perspective, probably. So find out who's going to be on the call and then you can start to, you know, work your demo towards them. So if it is, you know, we're, well, we're going to send our technical people because, you know, it's all about the implementation and how the system will integrate with our system. So if, the, if that's the case, then, you know, deliver the demo on that basis. This is how it integrates. This is the ease of it. This is all the systems you need to use. This is how the server system works. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it's the end users, then make it, you know, focus on the ease of, of being an end user and using your system and the benefits the end user will get. And if it's the company overall, the big chiefs who are making an investment decision on behalf of the company, then, you know, focus on the benefits to the company. Efficiencies, time savings, better customer service, all that sort of stuff. There'll be stuff in there that you can do. But the key point is here, if you're going to do a really good demo, then you make sure you tailor your demo to your audience. A bit like any presentation you do. If you roll out the same one and just change the logo on the front page, it's not going to increase your chances of success. Right, so you've now ready, you've, and you've, oh, and you, of course, practice the demo, okay? Practice the demo to make sure that you can deliver it in the timescale that you're going to say you do, and it works for the audience that you know. Right, let's move on. Now it's ready, you're ready to, you know, deliver the demo. So let's assume most of these are going to be virtual, 
All right, now there will be some in person, but I'm working on the basis that a lot of demos are done virtually these days. So open it up early. Make sure you open it up early and that you can check everything that it works. And then as soon as someone arrives, let them in the room. Don't, don't back them up because as soon as someone arrives, let them in because then you can ask them, you know, can you see this? Can you hear this? You know, all that sort of stuff. And you can do a bit of meeting and greeting. Find out who they are. Why are they on the demo? Because they might not be the same person you spoke to on the phone uh, pre, you know, p- post the booking of the demo. So get all that in place, get everything ready. And then when, pe- when everybody's there, just explain what's going to happen, you know, but don't put this on a slide, all right? Don't put like an agenda slide up because they'll think, oh my God, this is going to be a bit dull. All right, so just explain what's going to happen. And most of that will be in things like, well, you, you, you told me when you booked the call. So remind them of why they're there. All right. And you're just checking in. So you told me at the beginning of the, you know, when you booked the call that what you, you haven't got a system at the moment, you're looking to upgrade to a, you know, a new high tech system. And we're basically moving from, you know, nothing to, or, you know, you told me that you're not happy with the system at the moment. You know that you need, there are better systems and you're looking at ours amongst others to do that. So is that, is that still the case? Is that still what you're doing? And have you looked at any others at the moment? Yeah, yeah, you have. Okay. Okay. Right. Cool. Cool. Okay. So you get everything lined up. Then you explain to them how it's going to work for them in, you know, interaction-wise. Because what you want during any demo is you want questions. Yeah, you don't want to be just one, your voice, bang, bang, bang for 40 minutes. Okay, so get them involved. All right, so get, encourage them to stop you and give them, the, give them breaks where they can stop you. So each pitch, each demo pitch, whatever you want to call it, there will be natural sections to it. And at the end of each section, you need to just stop and check in with them and give them a chance to ask you a question, encourage questions to be asked. Yeah, because that interaction, the more you can get them interacting during the demo, the more likely you are to be successful. And another way of doing that is checking with them. You know, so every so often say, well, tell me, tell me, you know, tell me what you're thinking at this point. What did you think of the way, you know, that, that, that bit? Can you envisage that, you know, your people using that in your business? You know, how, how do you envisage, you know, that being successful for you? So just get them to tell you things. Because every time they tell you something that's positive, that's a kind of what we call a mini commitment. And a mini commitment is something that will really benefit you when you do your roundup at the end of your demo. Now, the other thing you need to do is make sure that when, if you're doing a demo virtually, you're going to be using slides inevitably. So make sure they're quality slides, all right? You don't want to bombard them with too much detail you know, you don't want to spend five minutes on one slide explaining it. And one of the challenges of doing a demo is that you you end up doing a demo of how the whole thing works, not the benefits gained from the system that you're, you know, they're going to buy from you. And this is what this is the situation I've got with a uh, software company, whereas traditionally they did live system demos. So they've gone to their system live and showed the end users how to use it. Well, you know, I said to them, this is a training session. It's not a demo. (laughs) You know, you've got it the wrong way around. The demo is all about showing off the highlights of the system and the benefits that the end user is going to occur. If you go then into the system and show them, you know, well, this is what you put in and this is how you fill this field in, that's training. You know, that's what comes afterwards, you know, when they've said yes to the system. So it's benefits that you should be focusing on, not training. All right. Okay. When you're doing your demo, particularly if it's a, you know, technology system as well. So get the mini commitments, get some momentum in there. You know, remember 
that you know they you know they you might this you know when you're on the demo you know always think on the basis that you might never get a chance to speak to them ever again so get everything you need don't think oh I'll ask them that next time so if there's anything you want to do or any questions that they want to you know you want to encourage them to ask get it all in while you're on the on the demo and so you know check the quality of your slides check the pace that you're delivering at give them plenty of room to interact with you give them plenty of pauses so they can pop in sometime in the next six months. I mean, if your product or service is a significant investment, they're not going to say, well, we want it starting on Monday. You know, it might have to go through a, a, you know, a board who agrees expenditure and all that sort of stuff. So, you, But the more you know about that in advance, the easier it's going to be to take it to the next stage at the end of your demonstration. So make sure you get all that, all that work, all that sort of happening. And, and the other thing to do is before you go live with the demo, you know, just have a little plan the things that stop things happening, what I call the barriers, the barriers to sales. And very often, you know, uh, in, 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 the, in the world of demo, in demos, or any sales really, there are three things that often uh, prevent, you know, things going forward. They get in the way from both sides. And these are implementation, investment, and inertia. And by implementation, I mean, what happens is that, you know, if you're, as with this company I'm working with, one of the biggest challenges they have is that the organization already has a system of sorts, whatever. They know they need a better one, but they're worried about, you know, changing systems. They're thinking about the disruption that will cause, the chaos that will cause. So you've got to assure them that you can do it seamlessly and help them do it, okay? Because that will be a big, big step forward in them saying, yes, if they can think that will happen. If you can you can show that you can run parallel systems. It's no extra work for the team. The training will be very, very, will be done at times that suit them. All this sort of stuff. Because once people have got a new system, they love it. Or use it, they love it, especially if they do it right. But it's just agreeing to that disruption stage. All they're thinking about is disruption. You're thinking about, great, I've got an order. They're thinking about, oh, it's going to be so disruptive for a few weeks or whatever, how long it takes to make the system change. So be aware of that. Investment level, you know, think about that as well. They know that if they invest £20,000 in your system, it is good value because they know they're going to get a better return on it. But it's still a big, big step potentially up front to make that, you know, make that level of investment right away. So be wary of that as well. And mention it, refer to it whenever it's appropriate. And then inertia, because when they booked that demo with you on Calendly initially, there was a lot of momentum. That's why they booked the demo. And over time, the inertia steps in and that momentum starts to wane. And as soon as you finish the demo, the, iner- the you know, momentum will wane again. So, you know, be ready for that as well. And sometimes you're going to have to be ready to help them get over the line. You might, they might need a nudge, you know, but you not want to be pushy, but they might need a little bit of a nudge. And if you really find after a while that this is going nowhere, you know, you've, you, you've just, everything's dried up really. There's been no... No activity whatsoever on their side for a few weeks since they, you did a demo, which they're very excited about. Then get hold of them. Phone them up. Don't email them because that will just be so easy for them not to do anything with. But phone them up or leave a message. And if you get to leave a message, say, look, you know, just tell, you know, I, if you've decided, if you change your mind and you're not going ahead with this, or indeed you've gone with somebody else, just let me know and then I can back off. But I would be keen to know why you decided not to go with us. That would be really useful, helpful feedback for me. So please do tell me. And then the other question you might want to ask is, or you might ask them both, is, you know, nothing's happened. And so, uh, 
what needs to happen? What needs to happen for this to move forward? You know, what, what are we waiting on? We'll try and find that out as well. So, so there we go. So there's a few tips and ideas for converting sales, you know, demos into sales. But the, the big overall thing is, you know, just make it as easy as you possible for the people who are you're demoing to to say yes to whatever you're suggesting. Yeah, that is the key thing. And very often when we're doing demos, we put too many barriers in the way. We just don't think enough about it. We, 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 we try and, you know, deliver presentations that are the same for everybody and that aren't right quite for that audience. We uh, make it easy. We don't make it easy to book a demo in the first place. And then we, we're not very good at the follow-up. We send the, make the follow-up too complicated, too cumbersome. And then we use email as a follow-up communication tool. So there you go, folks. Uh, I hope that's given you a few ideas to help you convert more demos into sales. Uh, good luck with that. And uh, thanks for being a listener. If you do like this podcast, then please leave a review. Uh, it's very easy to do, a rating. Uh, so if you listen to it on your phone, for example, then find the show on your phone. Just scroll down and you'll uh, see the last three, four, five episodes. And then magically will appear an opportunity to leave a review or a rating. That would be fantastic. And if you haven't tuned into last week's episode, which was number 296, the sixth anniversary episode, then do so because there was an opportunity there to pick up a few giveaways. And uh, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the thing will be closing on that quite soon, but you could pick up a chance to do my online presentation course, Seven Steps to Successful Presentations, for free. Um, there's also a chance to acquire a copy of the book, Seven Steps to Successful Presentations, for free. And also, I offered up a couple of 30-minute one-to-one coaching sessions as well. So if you haven't uh, taken part in those, listen in to 296 and that will tell you how to uh, do those. And in the meantime, uh, yeah, I hope this has been useful for you and good luck with your demos. But the more you put into practice some of the ideas we've talked about here, along with your own, the less luck you will need. Thanks for listening. See you next time.